This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Good evening, family. Great to be with you again tonight. I know you're excited. I know you're expectant. Amen. I've got 30 minutes, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to be wasting time. I want to go right into what God has for us for this evening. Are you ready? Yeah. Praise God. Let's all close our eyes. Father God, we thank you for this evening. Thank you, Father God, for your breath upon our lives, for your purpose, for your will that's being executed in each and every person in this place in Jesus' name. Oh, Father God, I ask you that you will envelop this service in the atmosphere of eternity where your people will experience even the flapping of your angels' wings their presence moving up and, down, up and down the aisles and touching your people and ministering to your people. I ask you, Father God, that each and every person in this place will also experience a service being held within the four walls of your throne room, that they will hear your voice, experience your touch, and, Father God, that they will know that they are included in this place, in your purpose, and in your will. And no one will experience any exclusion. But each and every person will f- flow of the Holy Spirit this evening. Jump into the river of the Holy Spirit and experience that all God has for them in this time and in this hour on this earth in Jesus' name. I ask you, Father God, where there's any depression, where there's any discouragement, and where there's any, any hopelessness, that this melts away. And that each person will experience courage coming and rising up in their hearts. And Father God, seeing hope, Father God, and see what the Holy Spirit has for their lives in Jesus' name. I ask you to bless your people in a very special way tonight. And may they know that God is for them in each and every way. In Jesus' name we pray this. And the children of God said, Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, family. God bless you. Someone's very excited. I love that. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Who of you heard me preach here in November, that first weekend in November 2019? I just see a show of hands. All right, you heard my testimony of what we went through in 2019. You heard that? So for you who haven't, who hasn't heard that, I'm just going to quickly just share just a short portion of it. But if you want the full portion, just get the CD. Amen. So uh, 2019 in May, we really went through a dramatic time, my family and I, um, due to just very, very serious betrayal. Um, it was very, very tough for us. Um, I've been working for, with people for, for a very long time, for about 24 years, and things just didn't work out as uh, we used for things to work out with this partnership. And um, it really, really struck deep in my heart. <laughs> um, I really felt deep betrayal. I wrote actually the book on betrayal uh, in that time. But I actually finished writing it, and it was already at the printers when this betrayal ha- happened to me. If I just waited a month longer, I would have probably put in the whole testing in here as well. But I was probably still too much hurt to be able to do so. So um, I went through a very, very tough time. It was actually so tough that I had suicidal thoughts. Um, I, th- I had thoughts of any my life. Um, and many people try to speak into my life, but I want to tell you, <laughs> sometimes you don't hear the voices, and you are so deep into, you know, your own emotions and your own, you know, so disappointed, uh, disappointment that you don't want to hear anything else. 
you know, you, you just don't know how you're going to get out of here. And, you know, we get stuck in many ways. And when we get stuck, we get stupid. How have you realized that? <laughs> and you really don't see much except this hurt in your heart. And, you know, you don't see your way out. And um, it was very bad. It was really bad. I actually left home one day with my pistol to drive out to the fields. That's how bad it was. If it wasn't for my wife and my children praying for me, I probably did. I would have. Um, I'm sorry if I disappoint some of you. But you know, sometimes things happen and you don't, just don't have control over it. And some battles you choose and some you don't choose. <laughs> but I've learned that those I don't choose. But I've learned that those that I don't choose, God fights them for me. And um, I really had to dig deep. And there were about two or three times where I said to my wife, I just don't want to live. I didn't go out and tell everyone. I just said that to my wife. And so uh, I had an experience where God taught me that you really need to watch what you say. And if you want to hear that experience, get the CD. <laughs> but you see, your, your mouth is the steering of your life. So if you don't steady your mouth, you don't steady your life. It's just like driving on a dirt road at a high speed with high momentum, and that's where I was. I was going at a very high speed in my life with very high momentum, and um, something happened, and uh, I had to keep the steering very, very steady. I, I, I couldn't react. I had to respond, because if you drive on a dirt road and you react, you jerk the steering, you can go and you slip and you can go just in a spin, you know, and you can crash the car. So we need to learn how to respond with our words, not react. And watch what we say. Because the tongue is the rudder of your life. It's the steering of your life. So don't say you don't want to live anymore. This, we are spiritual beings living in a body, in a physical body. And our whole life is surrounded by spirits. By angels and also by demons. And this whole creation, this whole universe has been designed to, 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 um, to submit to what we speak, <laughs> so to say. So when we choose our words correctly and we speak life, the universe has to respond to life. <laughs> if we speak death, the universe has to respond to death because that's how creation has been designed by God. And so it's very important to choose your words correctly. Like I said this morning, we, uh, we grow in wisdom not by the steps we take, but by the choices we make. So we need to choose to fall in love with the right things. Choose to fall in love with the Word of God. Choose to fall in love with what God has for you. Choose to fall in love with what God says about you. Get away from the wrong voices in your life. Amen. So praise God, we got out of this. And I got out of this. And get the testimony fully on tape. Because it will bless you. It's not tape, CD, or what, what do you sell today? App, on the app. Listen on the app and um, you'll be really, really blessed. So what happened 
in that period of time, I needed to get out of this mindset. I needed to get out of this hurt. I needed to get out of this depression. And I needed to, to forgive this betrayal and to get this out of my heart. Because you see, when we hold on to unforgiveness, I mean, nothing works for us. We can't allow this bitterness in our hearts. We have to work through this and get it out of our system. And um, this is what I remember God speaking to me, and He gave me these steps to get out of this situation. He said to me, son, remember what you say. And watch what you say, especially in front of your children, because your relationship with money and your words you speak is transferable to your children. So we need to secure our le legacy. The only way we can secure our legacy is to watch what we speak in front of our children and to speak life over our family because God has not only got you in mind, He's got your children in mind and He's got your grandchildren in mind, He's got their children in mind too. God is a God of generations. And uh, never tell your children you cannot afford something. Never say that to them. Choose your words. Tell them, well, you know, we're praying about this and we are trusting God for this and God will come through for us. I remember a time in 2005 when we went through a severe drought in South Africa and um, I've put all my money in the business and we really trusted God for a great year. Well, it was in 2004 and we trusted God for a great breakthrough. We took all the money we had and we put it in the business, my wife and I, and we, stood, we, 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 we just stood in faith. And so the, 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 uh, it was the last week of November, and I only had money left for five days <laughs> in the business. And I was literally on the verge of bankruptcy. In five days, if it didn't rain, I would be bankrupt. That's how serious it was. That's how serious it was. Because, I mean, you've got all the product in these silos, but you need to move it to the farms. And the farm can't do anything with the product if it doesn't rain. I mean, the orders had been written, the whole thing has been done, the business has been settled, but we couldn't move the product. So I had five days left. And I remember seated around the table where we spoke and we trusted God and I had a bit of uh, anxiousness on me. And my son said to me, Dad, just do what you always do. Let's pray. Let's pray. And you know what? I looked at every weather map that existed those years. Not one of them predicted any rain in the next week. And so for us, it would be a total miracle if the rain came tonight. <laughs> because we needed it tonight. <laughs> and we as a family prayed together. And guess what? The next morning, my staff phoned me and they were all over the show because the whole free state got rain. And we moved product. So watch what you say because... Because your relationship with money is transferable to your children. My son is 26 years old today. He will be well over being, well over being a millionaire by the age of 30. He's very strongly on his way for that. So what are you imparting in your children? Be sure that you impart life and the right relationship you have with money. If you weren't here this morning, you have to get the CD. You will be blessed. Then secondly, when I was in that state of mind, God said to me, choose to be grateful for what you have. <laughs> and I, I said to God, God, but I didn't choose this battle. These people owe me so much. 
They've done so much wrong. So he said to me, what can you be grateful for? And I said to him, well, God, I remember I sat in the lounge. <laughs> you see, gratefulness is a strong, spiritual, supernatural strategy. That's what gratefulness is. Thankfulness makes the mountains move. So what I did is I started filling my thoughts for what, what I could be grateful for. was grateful for my wife. <laughs> she stood with me. You see, I'm not married to a person that will leave me if I've got nothing. <laughs> I'm married to a person that will stick with me whether I go through the valleys and over the mountains. Amen. <laughs> so I could be grateful for my wife. I could be grateful for my children. And then, I, then God said to me, take action on this. Tell them how grateful you are for them. And so I went to each and every one of my children. I told them, listen, this is what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful that you are so and so and so. I'm grateful that you are so dedicated. I'm, th I'm grateful that you are so committed. I'm grateful that you are my son. I'm grateful that you are my daughter. All, to my, all two of my daughters and my son. And this is what I did. Gratitude gets you off the negative frequency into the frequency of the creativity realm again. That's what gratefulness does. So your heart gets rewired, your mind gets rewired and refocused, and you get off that bad frequency where there's no creativity, where there's no innovation, where there's no freshness. So you want to get back onto that right frequency again. Thirdly, what you need to do when you get stuck. Easy. Ask. <laughs> Jesus said to us in, in John chapter 16, verse 23 and 24, you haven't done this before. Jesus talks to you in verse 24 to his disciples. He said, ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. So then I said to God, God, I ask you to do the following for me. This is what the devil has stolen. I ask that you will give it back to me and a greater portion even. And guess what? I become joyful. I allowed God to work for me now. I'm not in this battle anymore. Now God's taken over. And He's fighting the battle for me. So I needed to get unstuck. So my heart got filled with gratitude of what my God has given me. And the things that I still, still have in my life. And you know, the, the, if we talk about money... the. You know, just the money these people owed me is an eight-figure amount. Come on now. I already had dreams cooked up in my mind and in my heart what I could do with this eight-figure amount. Hello? I was already seeing myself farming on a little piece of farm in the south of France. Hello? You know, I, I had all these visions and all this hope in my heart. And then all of a sudden now people betray me. And they use loopholes not to pay you. Come on now. So, you know, it, it's okay still. God can restore that. You know, I'm still standing here. I'm okay. Don't need to sell anything. I'm still okay. I'm flying out to Germany tonight. I'm going on with my life. Amen. And guess what? God will make sure that that money gets into His kingdom. Because that way it's need, it, where, that's where it needs to be. Amen. But I needed to... You know, the, you see, the devil's after your, your faith. He's not after your car. He's not after your house. He's after your faith. 
He wants to disrupt your supernatural momentum. He wants to disrupt your positive mindset. He wants you to focus on a survival, to, to be in a survival mode mindset, where God wants us to be in a thriving mode mindset. You see, He wants to dislodge you from your Christ consciousness. And He wants you to be focused on the realm of your problems and not on your problem solver. That's where He wants you to, to get stuck. And so when, with a heart filled with gratitude, I was in a position again to ask God what I needed and what I wanted. And when I asked God, I sealed it in faith. And I stood up there, I knew everything's going to be okay. So when I asked God, the following thing I did is, I believed God. <laughs> I believe. So the Word of God simply says in Mark eleven twenty two and 24, it says, Then Jesus said to His disciples, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea. And it, will, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. <laughs> Jesus says, don't flaky flaky about this. When you ask God for something, know that it will happen. Stick to it. Work it. Confess it afterwards. I'm telling you, you must see my confessions. When I know certain key people uh, are busy with my stuff, I confess over their lives that they are having me on their mind day and night. <laughs> that they favor me. They will release what needs to be released. And I'm haunting, my, my picture is haunting them in their minds every day. Until they settle their accounts with me. That's a done deal. I have faith in God. I trust God and He will come through for me. Believe what you prayed for. Don't flaky flaky about it. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it's yours. Have faith in God. Believe it. What did I do? Fifthly, number five, I started visualizing <laughs> myself having it. And already today, within myself, remember, my inward condition creates my external environment because God created and designed me and you to attract what we believe. I cannot wait for my external environment to change to become joyful and filled with bliss and filled with happiness. I first become happy. I first become joyful. I first believe and then my external environment aligns with my internal condition. That's the way I've been designed, and that's the way you have been designed. So we need to continue. We need to operate in the right frequency. And if you are negative, change your frequency. So I started visualizing. The Word of God says in Proverbs 29, 18, when there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. But when you follow the revelation of the Word, Heaven's bliss fills your soul. Wow, and I needed that to get out of my depression. <laughs> I needed that to get out of my state of mind. I needed some heaven's bliss in me. So again, what did I do? I started taking the promises of God that He's spoken over my life, what I trusted God for, and I really embraced them again, and I got out of that place. Depression's not from God. 
anxiety. You see, depression is something that's linked to the past. It's a regret or it's something that's led, linked to the past. Anxiousness is something that's led to the future, linked to the future. So some of us just can't get, uh, wants to run away from our uh, past and we want to avoid the future. <laughs> because we think the future is going to be the same as the past. My future is not going to be the same as my past. My future is filled with glory. It's filled with victory. Amen. So ask God, believe God, and then visualize. Start smelling your victory. Start meditating on what it feels like to have a million dollars. Come on now. Start feeling on the inside what it feels like to fly anywhere around the globe. Start, get your emotions involved in this. First you get the victory on the inside and you will see the victory on the outside. Visualize. Start seeing yourself how you look like when you lost 20 kgs. <laughs> And then, act on this. Act on what you believe. The Word of God says in James 2.26, For just as a human body without the spirit is dead, is a dead corpse, so faith without the expression of good works is dead. Act on it. Guess what? I'm already talking that I've got the victory. I'm already talking that I'm living there where I need to be. I'm already acting that way. Come on now. Act that way. Dress that way. Talk that way. Guess what? Your mind, your whole being on the inside, your brain doesn't know the difference whether you've really got it or you're faking it. <laughs> it doesn't know the difference. Your heart's there. Let your brain feel it. And when your brain feels it, your frequency goes from a beta to a gamma. And it goes and it just attracts. That's the law of attraction. Jesus said, we have not because we ask not. And Jesus said, if we believe it for, in God for anything, it will happen. That's the law of attraction. He says, don't flaky flaky about it. Know that when you ask me, you trust me and you believe me, you've got it. I've got it. I received it. And I started this whole process again. I know it's simple. But you know, when you're in a hall of depression, you get stuck. Like I said, you get stupid. <laughs> so we have to get the layers, the dust, the mud of our thoughts and our hearts. And start implementing these things. Amen? Are you blessed? Really? Only 20 minutes and you're blessed. Praise God. <laughs> wow. Wow. Rodney, Dolores, can you please stand up? Wow. Do you have children here tonight? How many children do you have? Three children. It's a daughter? Charlene, Wayne, and Dean. Where are your two sons? Oh, both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Okay. This is what I see, and this is what God tells me. I see five generations of enormous blessings of the Lord on their life, starting with you. So 
the generations, the second, third, but the third generation that's on the earth now yeah. is going to experience an immense outpouring of God's blessing in material things. There's gold everywhere around them. That's what I see. God is actually putting something together now. But I, I see your grandson-in-law. Now, I don't know which one this is. Okay? He's very disciplined. He's very neat. He loves planning. Okay? Who am I talking about? I think it's Dylan. Dylan. I see a project coming to his table. Maybe it's already hit his table. But it's a new idea, and he's full of ideas. He's got lots of ideas. I see him coming and speaking and talking, and I see the whole family getting involved in this. But I see something hitting his table, and this thing is going to take off. Some of the family, your other son-in-law is going to be involved in this. Is this happening already? I'm not sure, but you know. I believe it's going to happen. Okay. But I see... I see uh, the, actually, many of the family people, are, family members are going to be involved in this idea. And it's just going to create, it's going to be a very strong business momentum that's going to take place. And the blessing is going to overflow. It's going to be enormous. It's going to be huge. And it's going to be big. All right? The, the greatness of what's happening in the third generation of your lives. I see you praying very much for your children and your grandchildren. It's like it's what you pray for. That's it. Full stop. That's what you're praying for. You're praying for their success. You're praying for, their, for, for expansion in their life. You're praying that they'll be okay. But I see South Africa always staying a part of their inheritance. They, they are other ideas, but mostly where the big, big blessing will be will be in South Africa. That's what I sense in my heart. Okay? So God is doing tremendous work in their life. Tremendous. This next decade, 2020, has already started to be a year of blessing for them. So the third generation will be blessed so much with finances that it will actually carry the fourth and the fifth generation if they didn't need to work. That's how strong the blessing will be on their life. And this is the promise that God has for your family. You need to know, and you, God has protected you. God has really um, held you together. God has really uh, watched over you. Even if the devil came against you and tried to take you out, Try to take your life. God has guarded, guarded you. You will see the goodness of the Lord still here in the land of the living in many ways before you leave for heaven. You're not ready for that. Amen. So God has really got his hand on you as a family. And the reason for this is God is showing me legacy. God, there's a great legacy um, uh, for your family. But five, the f starting from you, five generations of blessing, abundance, and overflow is on your life. God bless you. Amen. Thank, Thank you. you. Matthew, you and your wife. What's your wife's name? Huh? Monique. 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 Okay. Wow. I see you diligently studying the word. And you, I see you actually sitting behind a, like a table of a desk and you're just working through the pages. And you're really trying to be diligent in what you're doing. Okay. So this is the season you are in. You are really going deep into the word and you're wanting the principles of God to work for you in every facet of your life. You are such a diligent student. Okay, you are also in a season where you feel you've got so many things going on in your heart and in your mind, but you just don't know how this is going to work. 
and just don't know how you're going to make it work and how this is going to fall in place and where's the finances going to come from and how's this going to take off. And God says, chill. Okay? <laughs> Be cool about it. You're in a season of preparation. You're in a season where God's really teaching you how to trust Him for the smallest amount of money to the big amounts of money. But you are in a place where God's teaching you to trust Him for the stuff you need to live. But this is only a stage. Okay? It's not for eternity. <laughs> so you're not going to always be in this stage. It's only a phase. You're going to go through this phase, and then the next season you'll go to another dimension and then another one. So business is really on the, uh, on the horizon for you. Bigger, stronger business. I do see computers. I don't know. Again, I see computers. Computers. I see um, uh, programming. I see programming, software. Uh, I see those kinds of things. But I also see England uh, part of your portion. And I see Scotland part of your portion and inheritance. Do you have ties to them? My mum comes from England. Your mother comes from England. Okay. But I see England opening up for you. So the season you are in is a phase of character building. It's a phase of depth. It's a phase of revelation. It's a phase of you being shown diligent and faithful to the Lord. So your launching is not very far. It will come soon. Okay? But you just stay diligent and keep on going. Okay? And don't give up because God's hand is on you. Bless you. <laughs> Praise God. The lady uh, seated here, right? No, don't do the lady in front. Do you go back? There's not another lady behind you. What's your name? Epiphania. Oh, my word. <laughs> I need to interpret that. What's your name again? Epiphania. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Praise God. Got a beautiful name. <laughs> you know how life can squeeze you from all ends. You really know struggles. How, how long have you known the Lord now? I think all my life. All your life. But you've really, you know, always dependent on the Lord to get you through the storms. But it wasn't easy. It's like also many people has just pushed you away and where some people really, you expected them to help, weren't always there for you. But you've always guarded your heart and you've always blessed people. But there's one thing Satan could never take off your your face is your smile. And that irritated him. Always. He always wanted to take you down, but you kept on coming up because you never allowed to lose the joy of the Lord. You know that the joy of the Lord is your strength. What are you doing now? I work for Standard Bank. I'm a, I work in the big data center. Okay. But I do see there's a shift and a change in your workplace. And you don't need to be concerned about it because you will be promoted. Okay, you will be promoted because you've been faithful. I see that you've been faithful in your tithe. God is showing me you're faithful in your tithe, you're faithful in your giving, and you are faithful in the work of God. It's just like you've got a servant's heart. You just want to be involved everywhere. Sometimes people need to tell you, wait, stop here. You just, everywhere. You need to pace yourself. But you've got a servant's heart. So um, the Lord is with you. Don't, be, don't need to be concerned about what's happening in the bank or what's happening at your workplace and the shifts and stuff you're seeing around you. God's protecting you and God's providing for you. And you will be the one that will be promoted at the right time. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. 